about to witness the history. The following for one ball is Folks, welcome back to another episode of Wrestle Champs. You heard the ding, ding, ding bell. That must only mean one thing. It's time to battle. Time <laughs> to get down on some serious discussion. You know what I mean? You got uh, Owen, of course. We have Owen with us. How you doing? What up, motherfuckers? Just chilling. You know what I'm saying? I like it. I like it. We got two great guests with us this evening. I was about right. to go. I was about to go alphabetical, but they're they're both B's, and I, I I don't know if I can break down the O and the I and which comes first. But I'll take a guess. Billy Coyne, welcome to Wrestle Champs for the first time. What up, big hey, Bill? Billy is a uh, special effects artist from Massachusetts who's worked on all types of cool things from The Walking Dead to The Ruins to a film called DJ Stand the Man and a film called Insomniac. It's a beautiful thing. He's also a podcaster uh, with the Dead Kids of Derry and Blood and Bud on the network. Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. And if you don't mind, I'll, I'll take this one, but I don't mind taking this one. Uh, also joining us. Somebody I have not seen in a while. Somebody I had a little bit of a falling out with. But, you know, sometimes shit happens. And I believe that he was influenced by other people. Uh, also believe he was manipulated somewhat. Uh, he did TGB with us Turn back in the day. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Because if no, you, call, a Bobby, he, if a you call him a heel, he might freak out on you. He did that to us once. Anyway, Bobby Ethier. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Uh, anyway, we are here, uh, and I can't wait to read this, but I actually had to look this up just because I had to do it, dude. Just because it, it goes, it was what he did. Podcast sensation. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, um, you know, like I said, we gathered for a very, it's a sad occasion, of course. You know, we have so many guests, it's great, but it is a sad occasion. We're paying a little respect today, Owen. Who are we paying respect to? Uh, you want to know who? I'll tell you. I want to know who. Who, who, who? The man of the hour. Uh, the, the man with the power. He was too sweet to be sour. He, he is the sensation of the nation, the number one creation. Uh, the reflection of perfection, the number one selection. He lifted barbell, barbell plates. He ate T-bone steaks. He was sweeter than a German chocolate shake. Uh, cake. Superstar Billy Graham. Yes. I had that's, to read that shit. I had to look would, it up just to get that out there. You know a great saying? reading. A great reading. You know? They should use that at, at his ceremony of life. They, there was should. another one. He, he said he floated, he, uh, he floated like a, what was it? Butterfly sting like a yeah, bee. Yeah, he floated like a butterfly. He sting like a bee. And there was nobody as beautiful as he. <laughs> was that a Muhammad Ali? Before? Yeah, he was took, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he took say. some. He took a little bit of Muhammad Ali and kind of. Uh, With showmanship. Wrote, but if you look at like Jesse Ventura and of course Hulk Hogan, yeah. you look at them and you see Superstar Billy Graham all the way, <laughs> all the way. Superstar Billy Graham was the first, in my opinion, 
a lot of people call Bruno San Martino the first real superstar wrestling, but to me, it was superstar Billy Graham. He, well, it, it, it defines how you want to do superstar. Do you want to do it as a successful wrestler or a larger than life? Boom. Boombastic type stuff. Yeah, well, okay. Well, if you want to go that way, I like the pun, by the way. I like the pun. Thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you. If, if, if you want to go that way, uh, he was the first big character yeah, superstar sure. in wrestling. He was the first one to use the colors, the tie-dye, the boa, um, the, just the charisma, the, you know, the fucking, the rhyming. You know, of course, he took a little bit of that from Muhammad Ali, but... You know, the best. people bite everybody. Yeah, if you want to bite off something, bite off the Well, best. you take from the best to make a good character. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how it is in the name of the game. I mean, I mean like, you could almost, like, argue how Dolmite is. Dolmite. You know, Way um, down in the jungle deep. A nice little offshoot of, like. Badass life. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Rudy Ray Moore. So that motherfucker, can't you see? Yeah, I mean, you take all that great stuff and you come up with your own character, you know. That was the thing. It was like, uh, I I equate these, you know, wrestling gimmicks to, like, characters from films and stuff. And almost, like, stand-up, we've kind of made the comparison to stand-up before, like, acts, where they live that gimmick. And uh, it's just kind of what you pick up. Like, Dice would do a little bit of, uh, Travolta was in the act, you know, a little bit of other things. Yeah, Al Pacino, John Travolta. You hit the nail on the head with the word, gimmick. They yeah. found that niche. They yeah. found what works for them, especially as these entertainers that are going into the ring. You know, yeah. because it's live, they're so, uh, you know, loud and proud. I and mean, their characters, and that's how it kind of has to be. That's the, he, the outfit stuff. He yeah. took the name. His name, He was born Eldridge Wayne Coleman. Coleman. Yes. But he took the name Billy Graham, obviously, from the evangelist. The TV is that, was Billy Graham. Is that official? Is that yes. where he got it from? Yeah, yeah. Because if you notice, a lot of the way he talked, yeah. the way his voice sounded, he tried to sound exactly like Reverend Billy Graham. There is a lot of preacher in the wrestling when they get on the mic. Especially back then. Especially back then. Especially back then. He was only the second at the time champion to go over. I think he was champion for. I want. I might be wrong, but I want to say maybe five, six years. He had two reigns, and his second one wasn't really. I mean, I mean, Warriors. he had some of the craziest. I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the matches I remember watching from the '70s before I was even born in Madison Square yeah. Garden. You know what I mean? When it was still the WWWF, like, like Billy Graham just. He was the first one with a 24-inch python. Like, that, he, Hogan took that from him. He beat me to it by a couple of years, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? He beat I, you to it? With them 24-inch pythons, baby. I mean, he was a scary dude. The only thing that scares me like that these days, Jeff. He was intense. Billy, I'll say Billy Graham was a little before my time. Like, I, I was early, uh, like, 80s, mid-80s. Like, Hulk Hogan, the dude who stole, like, his whole gimmick from Billy, Gra- Billy Graham. Yeah, but he did... Yeah, but he definitely by far was not the only oh, one. Oh, I get big respect. And Jesse Ventura went even farther. You know what I mean? I it, had to go. What I was going for is I had to kind of go back. Now, Billy Graham's one of those wrestlers that, like, I didn't catch with my childhood. But, yeah. like, later, like, in my teenage years, you go back and you kind of, like, yeah. see who was coming. 
Billy Graham went through all different kinds of phases. Like, I remember after his first initial run, he went through this thing where he shaved his head and he went to NWA and became a ninja. A ninja. He started doing this ninja character. Like, he'd come out doing karate and fucking all this weird shit. And, but they were still calling him Superstar Billy Graham. You know, and it's just, he went through so many phases. And actually, right before the show, I was watching one of his, like, last matches when he, back in 1988, when he tried to do a comeback. And you could tell by the way he walked, his hips were done because of all the steroids. And, you know, that's a bigger part. Billy Graham is known more these days for the 20, 30 years after he was already retired because of how steroids made him sterile. And he went through, like, three or four hip replacements. Yeah. Fucking, like, he bought, like, he went all over TV, trashing. The steroids really gave him hell. Oh, my God, though. He fucking... Well, that's... That's back from a time when they didn't, they didn't even know how much... They were should. legal, though, and they didn't well, yeah. have a cycle of that then either. But you could say the, the same thing for John Matusiak. I mean, you know, for the Oakland Raiders. I mean, you know, he died of steroids, you know, affecting... I mean, he was sloth in the Goonies, but he played for the Oakland Raiders, mm. and, you know... He, Don't get I, like I'll say, though. Yeah. It's true. Bobby, yeah. Were, you a, were you a Billy Superstar fan? Or you just middle of the road on him, or... What do you think? What was your opinion? Well, um, I started getting to know Superstar Program during the um, mid-1980s when yes. he had made his second trip to um, the WWEF. Yeah. But that, that and the, the Superstar Program I knew then was always him getting injured. Yeah, yeah exactly, because by then his body was just he was supposed to, I remember there was a big thing where he was supposed to be a part of the main event of the first Survivor Series, the Hulk Hogan's oh, really? team. And they had to write him off TV because he, he just couldn't, his hips were done. I mean, he couldn't, you could tell by the way he walked, like he could barely even move in the ring. Like the, the way he would lock up with these guys, it was like he wasn't even trying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he never took no bumps. You well, know. Maybe he was already finished. His body oh, was he like was, dude. Out. It was a failed comeback. I mean, he looked good. He looked great. He looked like yeah. he had another. I mean, he was the only was... highlight of me knowing Superstar Billy Graham is when Hulk Hogan gave him the Real American Award uh, at, at the Slammies. At the Slammies, right? Yeah. Emotional uh, time. But they don't. They hated each other for such a long time. Like Billy Graham, they stole his gimmick and it, the not just that though. Not that. just that. It was the early nineties when the yeah. steroids thing was popping. And if you watch go on YouTube, there's a whole episode of the Donahue Show with uh, it's about like the steroids slash like Rainboy sex abuse shit that was like going on in the early nineties. Oh, the Patterson deal. And all yeah, that. and Vince yeah. was on the show. Dave Meltzer was on the show. Um, Billy Graham was on the show, Bruno San Martino, like, and they were just attacking Vince McMahon, like, it was crazy. Yeah. Barry Orton, Randy Orton's uncle, was claiming that he was, like, sexually molested in the late 70s by, um, fucking, um, what was his name, fucking Pat Patterson, and, uh, 
fucking this other dude that Gorilla Monster always used to make little jokes about on commentary. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, the injury. The, the, That's the, 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 all I hear is the, 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 um, it was the, the Jerry Garvin and Pat Patterson School of Self-Defense. Yeah. That's the line that uh, Gorilla Monster always used to make. A lot of abuse in the old wrestling biz. Physical, mental. Oh, yeah. day, um, Bill Graham was also part of the American Wrestling Association. Yeah. And then the AWA. Way. Burn down years, baby, pride, and joy. That, no, that's the AWA, not the USWA. No, it's Burgonia, yeah. The AWA is Burgonia. The USWA is Jerry Lawler and... Uh... I, I said AWA. Oh, okay. I thought you said the US. No, I didn't say US WA. Okay, okay. That's Jerry Lawler and uh, Jerry Jarrett's coming from back in the day. But yeah, he, uh, they, in the late 80s, when when he had to retire from the in ring shit, they tried to make him a manager with Don Morocco, who at the time had just fucking gotten huge and he was fucking ripped. And they, he, was the, he was the second guy that they ever called The Rock. You know, they used to call Morocco down Morocco, and before that, he was the magnificent Morocco. But yeah, they put him with him, and that lasted about five, six months, yeah. and then he disappeared. And he, like I said, he went on this shit talking fucking uh, tour for like the next ten years, and then <laughs> finally made up because he needed money. And when they when they induct people into the Hall of Fame, it's pretty much a gimmick. They get a payday, like, five, ten grand. But then they own them forever, right? They yeah, they, well, no, not really. They sign them to a license like deal. Like, like, like they own their gimmick. Oh, the likeness, yeah, they can do whatever with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When did the wrestlers start jumping on the convention circuits? Because it seems like when they were... Uh, they, they, they start doing that when there's basically... I mean, you'll see a lot more now, now that WWE <laughs> the, is sold the 90- to... Yeah, you'd have to go to like a high school wrestling event and go. Yeah, to back in the back day, there. back in the day, you would never. There's so much access to wrestlers these days, and it makes me sick because it gives these fans they they feel like they have the right to pull up to like some guy went to Arn Anderson's house early in the fucking morning, woke this man out of bed to get his autograph. Oh, wait, there's no, you see a problem with that? He's an entertainer. Yeah. He needs to sign that autograph. I don't give a fuck, bro. I don't get, I know you're joking around. But I don't give a fuck. You don't do that shit. You don't send things to these people's personal addresses. You don't, you don't stalk them. You don't go to the airport when they, when they've been traveling fucking months at a time. And get them to sign. If you have one, that's one thing. But most people try to get these people to sign like, 10, 10, 15 different things so they could sell it online. Well, no wonder they jumped on the convention train. Yeah, yeah. Arn Anderson is a scary dude, man. I mean, unless they work for companies like WWE, I mean, I can't even say AEW because Tony Khan lets them do whatever they want, basically. Even though they're on contract, he lets them go work like, he he allows them to go work like other shows and conventions. Vince McMahon, WWE never did. If you're on a WWE contract, even though technically you're a independent contractor, you're but not I, allowed to do shit. I'd say, I'd say that they got more heavier into conventions to answer your question, Bill Bob, about uh, like seven years ago or so. Yeah, when, done, when, um, when they're no longer of any use to WWE as far as being on TV, TV goes, yeah, or if they're not guys like Kevin Nash who's still even though he 
can go to WWE anytime he wants. Yeah. He, he's what they call a 1099, which means big he can do whatever the fuck he yeah, wants. Big dog. And big dog rules. And they can't say shit to him. No, because I remember like Roddy Piper was at Rock and Shop. He was, because he had ties when, to When? Later. When? Because that, Roddy Piper died in like 2015. He was there last year. So if he's last been year. anywhere lately, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I'm talking like 10 years ago, you know. Yeah, Rock I met him that year. Roddy Piper's a great dude. Uh, Piper got brought in because of they live realistically though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's the heart. That's, the heart. One, but they that's do, one guy that I wish I could slowly met, see. Like, you would slowly see wrestlers, maybe three, like at the Comic Cons, maybe some horror conventions, like three. Bobby, I know you're kind of local with me. You ever get over to Rock and Shock or Rhode Island Comic Con to see any of these wrestlers? The last two wrestlers. This guy's hung out. This guy's hung out with Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, man. This I, guy. I, well, let's hear about it. Let's hear a little talk. I had breakfast with Kevin. I didn't even know. <laughs> I see Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and X Pac at Spinner's Field in Lowell. Nice. Yes, that's where I live right now. I live in Lowell, Massachusetts. Good area. You still in the same place? The two wrestling personalities I saw before the pandemic were Mojo Raleigh and Tim White. Mojo Raleigh? Yeah. And you're bragging about that? No, well, that was the last one. Before. Uh, Tim White? You actually got to see Tim White? That's cool. He the great Tim recently. White? Did he recently passed, pass? Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Probably the greatest referee ever. We did a, uh, Boston had a Boston fan fest maybe like 10, 15 years ago. They brought in like 50 wrestlers and that was really cool. Um, Mean Gene Oakland was there. I got to talk to him and it was fucking great. Oh my God. Ray, uh, Scott Hall was there. Big old line signing action figures and that that the the the, the legend the ones were the the moments. What is it called? Those figures. The, uh, the defining moments. Defining moments. Yeah, it was like his defining moment just popped off, and I remember I when Hogan's defining moment popped. I have a promotional poster for it. It was right before he got that scandal break where he called the uh, dropped the n bomb on like the daughter's hey, boyfriend or something like that. The hard ER. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that figure ever came out, but I have the uh, promotional yeah, poster. No, I had. No, it did. All right, I was hoping it'd be worth a million dollars. Matthew. Yes. Matthew. I've seen a whole bunch of wrestlers in Spinner's Field because the reason I've seen all (coughs) these wrestlers, um, I was a season ticket holder for the old Spinners. Oh, wow. Which which the team got killed by a certain congresswoman who destroyed... Minor league baseball. Uh-oh. That's right. Uh-oh. getting controversial. Never trust politics. Never. They always turn yeah. you to turn you down the wrong road. Yeah, we don't we, we don't discuss politics. No, nah, so if you want to get into it, we will. We'll take that yeah. bullet with you. Don't get them going. Don't get them going. But <laughs> I get you got to give them props for bringing them out for a little bit. Lowell's a that's a heavy area. Lawrence is a heavy area for wrestling events. You see a lot of wrestling events over that way. I Honestly, see, I'm not I'm not just saying this. I understand that. Okay, I got a question. Well, Billy, if you, I mean, you probably know, you probably can answer this too. What city, what city or country do you think has the best sports fans? Doesn't just have to be wrestling, but, you know, I wanted everybody to be able to answer that. That's why I said sports instead of. There's two of them pop in my mind. I would say either Boston or New York, probably. All right, well, I'm not just saying this because my girlfriend's Canadian. I'm not. But to me, Canada, 
has the craziest fucking crowds ever. Because they try to fucking hijack all that shit, and it's great. Like, well, there I've heard Canadians were really friendly people. You can't, you you, you know, you, if you're a really friendly eh, person, you can't have it. It can be friendly. When I'm talking about dedicated fan, I mean one willing to burn a car, flip over, flip over, you know, mailboxes, big postal mailboxes, tear the, the city up. That's a dedicated fan. They're willing to put. Yeah, well, the, yeah, you, you know, have to be dedicated if you're willing to go to jail. Go to jail. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. I know the city that has the most rampant fans. Yeah. And that's Manchester, England. Well, yes. Yeah. England was always a good wrestling place. Manchester, England, because they have two of the biggest teams in soccer, but they call it football. Yeah. No, I mean, Manchester City and Manchester United. Well, to be specific, I think the Montre- in Montreal has the craziest fans. Well, you got to think of these, like, these thir- you see, like, a third world soccer event where they, like, like if, on your ticket it says you might not make it out alive, you know what I mean? Does it really? No. I was going to say. you got to sign a waiver that if I die shit. during the sporting event, you can't sue my family. I wouldn't be, you know, one day. One day. If I had a, if I had that kind of problem, I'd just bring you know if I'm gonna go to a concert, it's just something like that. I'm bringing a knife with me or something. Yeah. <laughs> they say even if you're celebrating, they burn down the cities and riot and all that. And you know you don't you don't just have to lose; you could win as well. There's really no no winning for the town or for the city in a situation. Are you talking like about Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania popped in my head, but I, I was just gonna say Pittsburgh Steeler fans. Because I went to school in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm a New Englander. I've you know, been in Bostonia my whole life. I think Patriots fans and Steelers fans are the two fucking craziest fans I've ever met. Uh, my my uh, uncle has tried cases here in the state of Massachusetts where people have actually flipped vehicles um, because of how crazy of the fandom. I agree with you as far as Patriots go. I don't know, really know nothing about it. Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Um, when I went to school there, I witnessed it firsthand. I mean, they would do the same thing. They would also like flip vehicles. You know, they like when they celebrated, they went all out. They were, I mean, if it was in the hotel room, everything is going out that window into the pool. Yeah. You know, Billy. Yeah. Billy. Patriots fans will not be wild anymore after game one of this season because at game one, they're honoring Tom Brady. That's our boy. Oh, no. I'm not saying now, but I'm saying, like, Patriots fans, when I remember, back this was, 90s. like, 10 years ago, oh, when they would have, like, the float going through town. That's because know. Tom Brady was on the team. But, yeah. I kind of Brady. agree with Bobby with that, yeah. Tom Brady was the way, See the way Bobby looked away, like, like, the Brady Hall. Because <laughs> he cares. Brady don't deserve all that credit. That's yeah, why he's looking but, away. He's rolling yeah. his eyes at him. I'm with him. I do own a Brady jersey, much. though. He's so good that I bought his jersey. Well, secondhand. I bought it on eBay or something like that. But I did buy his jersey. You'll never catch me. Wow. Is I bought a jersey? jersey full price once in my day. And it was for is Chicago. it a real jersey? Is it was a controversy to wear her name. Huh? Hey, hey. You start controversy by wearing her name. Hey, in July of 2007, yeah. I walked through an airport wearing a Christian washer. 
You're a good man. In July of 2007. Barely a month after that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, good thing Kevin Sullivan like, wasn't around. Oh, he's the one that did it. He probably would have been, been all over you on that, yeah. Yeah, he's the one that broke in and did it. You know what I'm saying? Speculation, speculation. speculation. No, I was there. I seen it happen. Well, then you're, you were involved too, oh. Well, I, oh, no. no. Reminds me of that John Gotti meme. What murder? What murder? The new, the new one. So I want, you know, Superstar Billy Graham, one of the greatest ever on the mic. He's always, I'd have to put him in my top list. Uh, to tell you the truth, if I could be a little honest and but Yeah, be a little honest, bit. open. I want to and, open up with us, Owen. Instead, except for his little rhyming spiel and all yeah. that, he was pretty bland. Those I mean, are the things I love, though. I, I mark you, out for those big time. And if you look at his later promos, like, it was just rehashing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't really say he's, I mean, for his time. Yeah. That, definitely. For his what, time. What are you going to critique him towards? People from 20,075? No, got, no. Who got the CGI voice box in? From his time, I mean, he started in 1970, and yeah. by 77, he was world champion. So not right. a lot of people could say that. Right. Not a lot of people back then could say that. You know, nowadays it's like fucking everyday shit. You know what I mean? Now, because they don't want to take the titles off of Roman, they gotta fucking create a whole new belt, and it makes his brain fucking completely pointless. Fucking, it makes the, the draft look like shit. It's, that's why I don't watch it anymore, bro, cause it's dumb. Well, they had this guy who was about to hit, uh, by next week, he's gonna be champion for over a thousand days. Yeah. Hasn't happened since fucking, since Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but right? they gotta keep, has not happened since Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Right? That was going to be a huge thing. And because they don't, because he's part time and they don't want to really take the belts off him, they yeah. have to, they have to create a new one that has no lineage, no nothing. It's a whole new title. Why? Because they don't, but they ruin it anyway. That's what they don't understand. They, they take gotta- away, they take away the prestige of Roman being champion for over a thousand days. If, they create a new belt, and if they make a new champion, yeah, it takes I, it away. I don't agree with them doing it, but they got to keep it entertaining for like the current audience. Yeah, but the, the that's the thing. Team. Nobody's entertained. Everybody fucking hates it. Uh, Everybody. Well, I don't watch it. Basically, so I, I agree basically, uh, ba- basically, I don't watch it either. But when you look at fucking the internet and you see the shit people say, yeah. and you see the fucking belt that looks like a completely fucking toy, it basically is okay. Um, we have the top guy with the two top, the two top props. Yeah. We don't want to take them off. So let's make a new one. That's lazy, bro. Lazy. You know what I'm saying? Instead of two world champions, now they're going to have three because he's not, he, he has both of the top, t- both of them. Yeah. Both of them. He has the title that represents the company of the last 60 years. And then he has the one that they created in 2015 when that brand split, brand split happened. So now he's got both of those. And because they don't want to chump them out, oh, we want him to reach a thousand days. Okay, well, then let it mean something. Yeah. 
when Billy Graham was champ for fucking seven, eight years, it meant, it meant something. When Bruno was champ for fucking seven, eight years, it meant something. Bob Backlund, it meant something. Hogan, it meant something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there was one title. And they were full-time. You know what I mean? Roman, five years ago, was bitching because Brock was champion, and he was part-time. And he, he was, he would never defend the title. Now, he's part-time doing the same thing. Yeah. And care less. He's the man. He's the man. He's the man. It's fucking ridiculous. This man's laughing. He's like, yo, I just sold a company that I bought in 1983 for a million dollars for 9.1 billion. Winning. And what people don't understand is that for a total of one day, a full 24 hours, yeah. the company was sold to Saudi Arabia. And within 24 hours, they said, nah, fuck that, and bought it back. I can't that imagine nobody, that, nobody knows that. You know where I learned that from? Yeah. Kevin Nash. On, On the quick note. Yeah. Which I watch religiously. He's a good man. I fucking love Kevin Nash. Owen. Yeah. Yes, Bobby. Owen. Are you lucky that Dana White's goons are not going to be owning the WWE? Nah, it's not Dana White's goons. It's the company Endeavor. It's the company that owns the UFC, that owns WWE. It's not, yeah. the, it's not the people that run WWE or UFC. It's, Dana White's going to have nothing to do with WWE. It's, it's the company that bought UFC from the Vertitas. Yeah. I can't wait for that sale to go final. It, it is final. It just hasn't, Thanks. they haven't merged yet. They, they want, they're, they're waiting to see what the ratings are going to be for the next quarter before they fully take over. Yeah. Do I think that something might happen in between them? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Because I think, and, and one of the caveats is that Vince cannot be fired. Yeah. And he cannot be replaced. He's remaining a CEO until retirement or death. So, and he made nine one point nine point one billion, bro. And he bought it for a million. It's not Vince McMahon. It's Cesar McMahon. Yeah. Well, right. oh, no, he shaved that mustache. The mustache is gone, Bobby. I believe, I believe he looks, looks goddamn ridiculous. I believe I, I believe he drew it on with some eyeliner shit. CGI. He wanted to be John Waters. He looked like fucking what's the dude from uh, what's that movie from Death what's that dude from Death Wish? Fucking oh, Bronson. Bronson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is very Bronson. Bronson, Bronson, Bronson man. Kind of, his stash kind of came a little thicker right under his nose, but it really was thin right on the sides there. Because when people first saw him with that mustache, they thought it was fake. And then he popped up on the TV and it was real. And they're like, what are you doing, bro? You got some kind of worm growing on you. But you see someone with a stash. He's never had it. He's never had it. The day after WrestleMania, I was watching CNBC yeah, when he was all day. Yeah, when he was on there, yeah. <laughs> Looking like Caesar, Con- Caesar Comey Chavez. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> you know, Hogan yeah. stole even the mannerisms of. Yeah, but so did uh, Superstar every- Billy Graham, bro. Superstar, I don't know, so did Jesse Ventura. See? Yeah, I but no, he did, but I know, I feel Ho- maybe it's because Hogan got. Hogan got, it, Hogan got it more over. Yeah, but Jesse Ventura was the one that 
Yeah, from, the look. From the tie-eye fucking... The look what, for sure. What do you call the tighties, babe? Fucking leotard. One piece. Leotard. I agree with you, Owen. Jesse Ventura is the heir apparent. This is what I've Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to love Jesse Ventura. He's one of the voices of my childhood, but now... I still like him when he's crazy. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would definitely love to talk to him, but I'm I have no respect He entertains him. me. He's still great on the mic, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, because he still sounds the same, but... He looks like your uh, transgender aunt now. So like, that's perfect for right now. You oh. had like a transgender aunt. That Yo, it's, a, it's a new generation. Yeah, he's coming back, man. He's coming back. I My favorite one is him fighting uh American sniper guy in the bar or whatever that was. It wasn't that famous. Uh, no, no, that was bullshit. The dude, yeah, said he slapped, the dude said he slapped him and just like, wait, now we're in the country. And they sued his family after. Yeah, and everybody was pissed because they thought he was. No, he didn't sue the. He he sued the estate and the insurance paid. Well, the he never got any money from the wife. Oh. The insurance paid it, so it's not like he went out. But what would you do? Some guy said, "Hey, I fucked you up," and you know he didn't fuck you up. Yeah, I would. But yeah, as soon as somebody shot him in the face five times, I wouldn't be so angry about it anymore. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he <laughs> that's is, my take. But, on it. but see, now everything they're questioning about that dude now, though. What the, the American sniper dude? Yeah, they're questioning. Whenever his you have book a, now. a dude, who, whenever you got a hero who's known for he's a hero for killing people, there's going to be some dirty shit popping up in the, later in life for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, as far as I mean, I think this. That the steroids. Now we get back to Billy Graham. I think yeah. the steroids fucked him up way earlier than we know. I think by the end of his first run yeah. in the late seventies, I think he was done then. Because if you watch a lot of his NWA matches, he he was horrible, man. He never. He had a, a bodybuilding career first, which I mean, that's probably where yeah. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger got inspired by Billy Graham. Yeah, that 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 world famous photo. That, I don't know if anybody here has seen it of Billy Graham posing with Arnold. That oh, no, Arnold no, Arnold says that Billy Graham is the reason why he got into bodybuilding. That's pretty heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he didn't even do an Instagram post. Rest in peace, and Billy Graham. When he died. I don't think I don't think Arnold social media is at all. Who, Arnold? Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. I, I could have sworn he. I think he does. I believe Arnold messages me. He I know Stallone does. Tell me how much he Stallone likes hits me up all the time. He even types like he talks. Well, all I know is all I know is he likes his uh, stepson more than his son, or something like that. Speculation, speculation. So, Bobby, let me ask you a question, buddy. How do you like doing TGB? I mean, no filter. You having fun over there? Yeah, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not doing it's, my a, it, it, it's a joke. It's a joke, Bobby. It's a joke. Go ahead, man. Yeah. So the the, the dealio with uh, with with the superstar Billy Graham, yeah, blah blah blah, blah. big Bob. Um, you know, I gimmick straight up stolen. I always he's one of those daddy, the daddy wrestlers that would in there shit talking would go. Well, what you gonna I heard, do? Daddy? I heard speaking like, of stolen like, gimmicks, uh, Dusty Rhodes, huh? I think that Bob, I heard a story where Bobby tried to steal the superstar Billy Graham gimmick when he was in high school when he was high school wrestling before he made the Hall of Fame. You know Bobby's a Hall of Famer, right? He is we're, a Hall of Famer. We're yes. looking at a high school wrestler Hall of Famer right there. I heard yeah. he tried, 
I, I heard they were calling him Superstar Bobby E. Here, he was trying to wear the bows and shit, coming I'm down not- with the earrings. I heard he started shooting up steroids. Bobby, is that true? Steroids are trouble. No, no, I haven't. I didn't take steroids. Did God, did you, did you ever wear a did you ever wear a boa to one of your high school wrestling matches? No, no. Did you do the? I suit? wore a boa. Did you I do the, get a boa for this show. I have a boa constrictor, but that's in my pants. Oh, anyway. come on. No, 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 no. Bobby, um, when I wrestled, it was all business. So. Yeah. It was all business? So you didn't did you do wrestle the, like high school wrestling or you wrestled against Yeah, high right? school wrestling. You didn't yeah. do the, you didn't do the, um, you didn't do the superstar strut on the way to the mat? No, I did. We, I like, it, I, we weren't able to do anything. Yeah. Just march over to the mat and wrestle. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? So they didn't even give you no theme music, no nothing, no pyro? That's No, no, that's not the way things are in high school wrestling. Back in high school, we wish we had that. We did. I know, we had, right? We had, a, we had a guy basically say, get in there, get in there, and do it. Yeah, I, you know, I, we I had that. a girl tell me that a couple we, times. But. Oh, and come on, you're too dirty. We did backyard <laughs> wrestling. Backyard wrestling was my thing back in the day. You get out of high school, you go over a friend's house. Sean, who was on the show before, and would would slug it out in the ring. That was always great times. Uh, but oh, I, 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 I've I held told a few you. championship titles. I've, I've held a few backyard oh, me wrestling too. championship I held titles, everyone but. that I held everyone that I created. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, if Sean's listening, we should actually do like a Hall of Fame for the old Dubsy Dub Warzone Wrestling Federation. Bro, I told you the story about the one time where I got speared into the train. I thought I broke my ankle. Yo, on crutches, bro. That's <laughs> well, you you were turning hail. We could, they didn't want that. They had to put nah, you down. bro. Fuck. I thought I broke my ankle for like two weeks, dude. I could barely fucking put any weight on that bitch. Yeah, that tree was hard as bitch. Bobby, dude. did you ever get into backyard wrestling? I know Owen no, has, I, was, I have. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, in 1991, I wrestled yeah. against a 320-pounder from the Chubb Attack. Oh, that's shit. And this is what it is right here. You got a picture of him? Oh, oh. that's your Hall of Fame plaque, right? Very cool. This is my Bad Cat Award. Hey. Oh, yeah, the Bad Cat Award. Oh, I like I that. that. Very cool. I like how they got your image, Bobby. They did pretty good, bro. You were in a lot of, in good shape right there. I got one trophy in my life for playing soccer, and they spelt my name wrong on the fucking trophy. <laughs> this oh. is my Hall of Fame medal. I like that. That's like uh, G-Unit stuff. What? G-Unit. How, how old were you when you got that medal? I got this medal on December 16th, 2017. Oh, that was a good year. But I wrestled from 1991 to 91-92. I did. Cool. I seen a video of Bobby fucking bench pressing. If I remember correctly. Bobby, is that the one that you had on your Facebook back in the day? No, that was when um I gave somebody a figure four headlock. A figure four headlock? I didn't know that's it was a figure four headlock. Never heard of that one. I'm pretty sure he meant leg lock, but yeah. figure, oh, four, figure leg four headlock. 
What's that's a figure four headlock, Bobby? Tell me what it's Almost like scissors. Grab, grab four heads and go to town. Oh, oh, wait, no, okay, never mind. All right. When you put your head in between, like, when you put their head in between, and then you fucking close your legs like a four. Yeah. Okay, I got you. All right. Then you take your middle leg and you put it down their throat. The middle leg. Hey, I had a question for everybody in the group. I had a question for everybody in the group. Like I was saying before about how I love when Dusty Rhodes and when Superstar would go like, when you get in the ring with me, daddy. Well, and see, it's kind of weird. Dusty that they Rhodes would... got a lot of his shit from Billy Graham, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But that <laughs> the, the, the whole daddy thing. I know the rapper Vinny Paz does it, and I think it's because of wrestling. I hope it's because of wrestling. Yeah, I think, I think it is, as a matter of fact. I know he's a wrestling fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know, when I first started hearing people say that, I was like, that's so weird, dude. Like, back in the wrestling, like, why are you calling this dude your daddy? But, I but think, I've never heard that shit in real life, though. Never. I think I know what it is. I think I think it's a bad boy thing. Because I think a lot, it, it's a, almost a scare tactic. Where if you call someone your daddy, it's like, it's a lot of the boys, you know, had issues with their dad. So it's almost like if you're calling someone daddy, it's like, I'm going to take out my aggression on my dad on you. Yeah, like they're going to knock you the fuck out. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what they mean by daddy. And I put like that Tom, together recently. Like Tommy Gunn in Rocky Five when he says, the first person I ever knocked out was my dad. Yeah, I think I think a lot of wrestlers can relate, a lot of people, but a lot of wrestlers can relate to that too, especially. R.I.P. Tommy dads. Morrison. Huh? R.I.P. Tommy Morrison. I'm going to do a bro- Kevin Brennan. What? R.I.P. Tommy Morrison. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, dude, making Kevin Brennan laugh yesterday was fucking hilarious. Oh, you did? That was fun. I like Kevin Brennan's a good guy. You don't ever see him smile that much. (laughs) That's your rest in peace. And rest in peace, Jim Brown. He passed away. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Very sad. I said that out loud last night. Jasmine's like, who the fuck's Jim Brown? Oh, tell her to watch. <laughs> tell her to watch. I'm going to get you, sucker. I'm to go fist to fist with an extraterrestrial. That's what he's yeah. doing right now, I like to Speaking think. of Jim Brown, I believe he was one of the two first commentators that, I think he did UFC 1. I think you're right, actually. I think you are dead on I think he commentary, he commentated UFC, one of the first UFCs. At least one of the first three. I know I mean, he was there one of the first. And I think three. he was wearing a hat like the Nation of Domination. He always wore that fucking hat. If I remember thing. correctly, that was his thing. He always wore a hat. And didn't he do like a few Grindhouse movies back in the yeah? Yeah. Well, he's mm-hmm. yeah. He was definitely in the black exploitation thing. I, mean, I love the black. They actually. I love it too. You know, what used to remind me of him. Remember uh, Ving Wayne's or whatever the hell his name yeah, is. Yeah, Ving Rames. Rest in peace. I think. No, yeah. he's still kicking. I think. No, Ving didn't die. No, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. That's Michael. Yeah, people always get them too confused. But I always got Ving Wayne's and fucking Jim Brown a little confused. They kind of look alike a little bit. Jim Brown. Any, all right, if you want to pay respect to Jim Brown, you go watch I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. Great. Oh, movie. I love that fucking movie. Especially Tom for comedy people. John Witherspoon. Fucking. Oh, oh I love. Great cast. Love that fucking movie. Superstar <laughs> Billy Graham. I mean, no, no, no. He's not in that movie. That's we'll the movie with the part with the bean pie, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Clarence Williams the third man, rest in peace too. They're all Damon Wayans. Well, he's still with us. Yeah, but that's when yeah. Damon Wayans actually meant something. Now it's just Sean and Marlon. Yeah, I don't know if I can <laughs> anymore. 
Yeah. They've been out of the spotlight for, and I love them. That's a great. No, they know. Uh, Marlon's doing more stand-up these days. Oh, is he? Tom's not really doing anything, but Marlon's back on the stand-up shit. That, that yeah. family was on top of the world for like thirty uh, years. Yeah, and they made great. Like some of their. Uh, yeah, but movies. white white chicks almost killed them, and then and then they got screwed out of the scary movie franchise. Yeah, yeah well, they made their they made their in Living Colors. Devastating. They made their contribution. Well, well don't contribution. be a menace to South Central. Is great my contribution, though. Owen, I said white chicks. Yeah. That was actually a huge makeup effects contribution at that time when it comes to transformative makeups. Oh, yeah. You could do that shit, Thanks. shocked the shit out of me. Even though that movie didn't get the respect that it, I think, deserved because it actually. As far as the effects, it was a yeah. Fun movie. But You're not going to believe this. There might be a sequel to White Chicks. No, no. Oh, they, really? said, no they said it would never happen. They, they, said, Don't, they, would, they, they have at least talking, they would never make it. They have been talking off and on for years, but where things have basically played out, you know, within the past few years, um, they're like, this would be dangerous territory. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. But there was grumblings for a while. I mean, yeah. imagine what the white people would say. You know what I'm saying? Who cares about white anyway. people? Just call it Karens. No, I'm just saying because yeah, right. Call it Karen. That's yeah. all they gotta do. Need to do. Call it Karen. Because like Karen. Yeah. I, Maddie, we should make a horror movie called uh, "Release the uh, Kraken uh, Slash Karen." Somebody did like Amityville Karen, and that's not even yeah. a joke. That's not even a joke, Bill. That's no, a I know. Thing. I know because <laughs> I know the producers on that. Oh, that's <laughs> horrifying. Tell them they should come on Wrestle Champs. Amityville Karen. Tell us why they did. Amityville Karen. It's a hoosh. I mean, yeah, I know. I know a few of the folks associated with that movie through the convention saying good people, hardworking people. I mean, you know, either way. Who do you guys think was the biggest competitor for Bruno? Probably right for Superstar. That was probably his biggest. Oh trip. no. Uh... Larry Zabisco. Think Larry Zabisco? No. Larry Zabisco. In other words, Larry Nabisco. Nabisco. Well, well, Bruno. Cookie man. uh, Larry Zabisco. Larry Zabisco was Bruno's protege. And then they did the thing where Larry broke Bruno's arm. And he turned on him and shit. And that's how Larry actually became like a name. And That's how he got that NWO yeah. WCW but video game. The superstar but. was after Billy Graham. For me, it goes like this. Yeah, just like the title reigns, it goes Bruno, yeah. superstar, Hogan. Hey, well, you know, well, no, yeah, but see, I don't count like the Iron Sheik and Bob Backlund because. To me, even though Bob Backlund was champ for six years, that was only because at the time he was the only good guy in the company, really. Because Hogan wasn't around. And, I mean, he was, but Hogan, as we knew him, wasn't around until after Rocky Three into 84. You know what I mean? Vince yeah. Man Sr. fired Hulk Hogan because he wanted to go do Rocky Three. He said, you're a wrestler, you're not an actor. And when Hogan first got the call from Stallone for Rocky Three, he didn't believe it. Yeah. He threw the message away. And, you know, so then he went and did Rocky Three. And then by the time he came back, that's when he came back. Because he was already doing the Hulkamania gimmick in AWA. 
But Vern Gagne would never make him the champion because he didn't believe that Hogan would be the man, would uh, could be the man. So yeah. every time that Hogan quote won the title, it was always a reverse decision. Yeah. So he walked out on the AWA and went back to WWF. And Vern Gagne actually offered the Sheik like a hundred thousand dollars to break Hogan's leg in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But, no. Sheik, but Sheik was too uh, loyal to Vince McMahon, so he nice. he dropped the title to Hogan. And from '84 to '88, Hogan was the champion the first time. What were you gonna say, Billy? Uh, when you said the Sheik, you mean the Iron Sheik? The Iron Sheik. The Iron yes. now, now, Not the Sheik. No, not the original Sheik. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now, doesn't isn't he like a motivation? Isn't he like a, a motivational speaker now? The Iron Sheik. No, no I, I don't think I'd go I. That I far. wouldn't say motivational. I wouldn't say motivational. Uh, I, he, heard, I heard something. He's, irrational. He, he he's like irrational a human. Speaking. He's your human meme. The Iron Sheik for the last 15, 20 years has been a human meme. He's he's known for his Twitter. He's known for his wild shoot interviews. He's known for his Howard Stern appearances. Yeah. He's known for working with the with the killers of comedy, Bob Levy, surely yeah, he had a, on the road. He, he had That's a what second, he's secondary yeah. comedy career. That he's I more known for that than actually being a wrestler these days. Okay, because yeah. I know he's been out of the game for yeah. a while. I mean, he's also 80-something years old, I man. Mean, you know? But that motherfucker, believe it or not, even in his shape and the way he looks, he can still lift them Persian clubs. Homeboy can still do that. I mean, that... <laughs> oh, yeah, and, for sure. And things are not white. <laughs> you brought up the deal with... Because uh, he also had, he had the, the, the Stelroid situation, but he also the had... Stelroids? The, yeah, Stelroids. The Stelroids? Stelroids. Stelroids. Roy. I'm on steroids. Right, I'm on steroids. Hi, right, boys. Let's go. No, uh, steroids. All right, very serious. Oh, this is a very serious. We're talking about steroid abuse. This is a very serious topic. So he went on Phil Donahue. The apparent you guys remember when he was on Phil Donahue? But he told a lot of bullshit on that show. He made himself look really bad. Did he admit to it? Because he even said that they were. Nah, he he's always years. admitted to steroids. Back then, they were legal. Yeah. When he was doing steroids, when they all started doing steroids, and Bobby, you sleeping? Wake up! No, I'm not sleeping. I'm it's like I'm not sleeping at all. Okay, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. But remember, like we used to do, if you need to go rest, man, go rest. You don't have to sit here. If you're yeah, tired, yeah, we're you know cool. Yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Yeah, I know. It's I guess um, it's just um, I. And, and oh, and uh, before I sign off, um, oh wow, <laughs> before I sign off, up, buddy? I put all my um games and stuff in the closet. The only game console that I have is a 4K console stick with 20,000 games in it. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, shit. And, you know, the game sticks. Yeah. And also, most of my apartment does not have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Only art supplies. Only art supplies. I want to get a Bobby yeah, Eaton painting. I, because mean, I've done a lot of because I'm you, doing art now. Oh, you're like doing that. art now. You still doing, art are you, still, are you still painting your face every once in a while? No, no, I'm not painting my face. I mean, because I have canvases and. 
paints and okay, so you crayons and you know, you know, pencils. Nah, he used to do all Parker. these characters. You, you get down with ICP? You like no, ICP at all? all right. Fair so enough. I'm gonna let you guys go. All right. I right, good buddy. times, man. Good it's times. See you, buddy. So the next show is all right. Oh, all right. See you soon. Have a all good right, one. Later, buddy. Later. So yeah, so he did claim. He did have to come back and say that he was lying about saying that there was like kids being abused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He claimed he saw something there. He claimed he he claimed he knew his story, and then when they asked him if he'd seen it, he was like, "No, I didn't see it, but I heard about it." Yeah. It's like that don't mean shit. That's no. We also got he uh, five years after being in, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, he was released from his consultancy position in WWE for talking shit about the company. He sold, yeah, he sold his fame or Hall of Fame, Hall of fame money. money yeah, yep. <laughs> that out, you know. I think it was like ten, fifteen grand. Abdullah, Abdullah stuff's coming in a second. So yeah, let me get to it. What did you so, say, Billy? How long ago was that? This I was, think uh, he was inducted in 04, I think. No, no, the, the whole ring thing. I think it was a year Probably later. 2010, 2015. Oh, I remember hearing yeah. about that. He, uh, yeah, which is very sad, you know, uh, for medical bills he had to do it for, which sucks. Yeah, that's what he says, but I don't believe it. What, he, he never had an issue with, well, he's still, I don't hey. really consider steroids drugs. No, nah, he, dude, he, not that he didn't have an issue, but... He was doing it at a time when nobody really knew anything about steroids, and yeah. they were legal. So, and he was like, what, in his mid thirties? You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm sure if anybody knew what they knew now, or knew what they eventually knew, I don't think anybody would have ever use them. Oh, I think uh, I, th- I think certain people would have, especially well, certain people. But I, no, but like, like if you think about it, like performance enhancing drugs, yeah, and. In the mentality back then, it's like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I need to do to be the best goddamn team performance. Cocaine was enhancing the the show as well. Well, cocaine, if you think about it, was really a tool. A lot of writers actually used it. They put cocaine in Coca-Cola. At at first, when Coke first came out, cocaine was in that shit. Mm -hmm. Doctors used to write prescriptions for cocaine. Like, you know, like, that. When you, can't, when you can't get no more powdered coke, you drink a nice. My coke. mom used to go to the doctor as a kid, and they'd be smoking cigarettes in the office. Oh yeah, what? Yeah, the hospital back like in huh? the eighties. Yeah. Huh? My mom yeah. told me. My mom told me that when she was a kid, she'd go to the doctor's office, and they'd be smoking cigarettes right in the office in the waiting room. Yeah, fucking, you know. Well, it's funny you watch a movie like Jaws, like. When when they go to the ER, you know, yeah. you see people smoking, and you know, and that was back in the seventies. I mean, I know. remember back in the nineties, you go to the restaurants, they used to have a they used to have a smoking section. I got a question. So now he requested to be entirely removed from the Hall of Fame after Abdul the Butcher was inducted, complaining complaining that Abdullah had never wrestled in a promotion. Abdul, they have heat. Do they just have heat in general? See that? That's not necessarily. He never wrestled in WWE, right? But neither did guys like Drew Carey, Kid right. Rock, right? I, mean, I guess you could say Drew Carey. They, they kind of did though, if they got in the ring. I mean, I guess no. Oh, Kid Rock never did. Kid Rock never did. But Drew Carey did. Drew Carey, but he didn't do anything. He walked out to the ring, down the ring, and then went over the top rope himself. Chosen, right? No, he never. He was about to, but then Raven came running out. And then Pete Rose got Tombstone. And Pete Rose was the only 
celebrity guy that actually agreed for three day, three years in a row to do something. Two years in a row, he took a tombstone. Second year, he got Rikishi's fat ass in his face. Yeah. We're talking about like Pete Rose, Pete, Pete Rose, Rose ball, Charlie yeah. Hoffa, yeah, cutting on his own yeah. team yeah. Yeah. with Pete that Rose. fucking uh, Prince Albert haircut. That yeah, he yeah, yep. The yeah. first year was hilarious, though. He walks out in Boston and just says, "The last time we were here, we kicked your ass." Yeah. But I won because I bet against my own team. <laughs> I think he bet. I think he bet for his own team, though. I will give him credit for that. I think he did. Put money on himself, which is you can't you can't hate him. If you're voting on the other team to win, then that's fucked up. But if you're oh, voting for yourself to win, I, I don't mind. That's kind of there's some pride to be taken in that, you know. I think that's kind of a slippery slope. Either yeah, way. yeah. <laughs> he he shot himself in the foot. I mean, yeah. He, yeah, that dude could be a straight up like almost billionaire today. But it's funny because how you mentioned like steroids. Getting back to that real quick, I remember like in Jose can. Seiko's book. He outed so many fucking people. And yeah, I was sh- let's see, let's see, there's so many people that say that's all bullshit though. That's why that never came of it. You know what I mean? Except for No, like, but like but like wasn't Barry Bonds basically outed because Barry Bonds, Mark White. The there was a, there was some of them, but not all of them. You know no. what I mean? Like Big Poppy, David O.T., you know that motherfucker was on oh, steroids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that never came out about it. You know when, I I mean? to, when I go to the Dominican Republic, they call me Big Poppy. Big oh, Poppy. I get, I get called Big Poppy everywhere I go. Um, last time. I get, then they apparently, the internet is, is telling me I'm supposed to call Pedro Pascal my dirty, sloppy Poppy. What? In uh, Graham also spoke, spoke out against Linda McMahon during her 2010 Senate campaign. Oh, yeah. He basically told everybody she was a phony piece of shit. <laughs> well, it's kind of a weird. When she got into politics, it was like a weird Illuminati. Yeah, she had to know she was never. But she she was a member of Donald Trump's cabinet, though, know the right I people. believe. That's all it is. Know the right people. I believe that she was in, a, she was in Donald Trump's cabinet yep. back when he was president. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, she, she actually stepped back. She stepped down WWE to do that shit. Yeah, but she had to know she was never going to win anything for herself, being tied to that company, especially with her being on TV all those times, taking a tombstone and fucking yeah. The doctor man. message? Oh no, Doc Martin. Doc Martin's baby. Now in July, yeah, no, July twenty fifteen. You know. Graham sent the letter to Vince McMahon requesting to take the position of Dusty Rhodes, who had recently died at NXT. Graham received criticism from fans due to his timing and opportunism. He defended himself, calling the critics evil subhumans and compared a possible uh, reconciliation with McMahon uh, to that the longtime WWE critic Bruno Sammartino who reconciled with McMahon and was indicted into the Hall of Fame class of 2013. Yeah, because he had that issue with the McMahons, and supposedly oh, McMahon Bert, never yeah. never Bert. accepted his apology till he had, like, uh, kidney uh, surgery uh, yeah. for kidney. I thought, I thought it was the other way around, though. What, that they were trying to be cool with him? Yeah, because I know it was Triple H that... Uh... Was the one that finally got to agree with it. If you're a wrestler, though, man, like your legacy—that's a dude that I never thought would die, bro. Oh, because you're No, uh, Bruno. 
because of the shape that he was in, even at fucking 80 something that he was, bro, that dude was still like jacked. And that's yeah. without steroids. <laughs> you know, you know Triple H is still around. Yeah, Triple H almost died a couple years ago. When he got to the hospital, apparently his heart was only working at like 12%. Oh, really? And this yeah. is all like steroid use. Yeah, that, that's what everybody was saying. Because you look at him now, now he has, even though he's wearing them big ass suits, you can tell he's nowhere as near as fucking in any kind of shape that he was in like 2019. Not even close to that now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's amazing to think of the different types of enhancing drugs. You know, like how steroids. You know, for a lot, a lot of like football players, a lot of people that ride bikes, like Evo, and you know, people that just you know. I mean, when it comes to building and muscle and stuff like that, I mean, that's why they they, they wanted those roids. Yeah, but and no one and no one probably even. We're, we're thinking of the side effects or the ramifications, you know, when they created this shit. In the 80s, they had a doctor that was technically their doctor on, like, staff. Yeah. I guess you want to say Dr. George Zahorin. And he was the guy that was supplying everybody with the steroids and the drugs and the pills and the whatnot. You know what I mean? And then so he, he was the guy back in high school that would call Dr. Feelgood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what they said on the episode of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. They said, the world, Terry Sapinski, he said that he was their Dr. Feelgood. Yeah. Like he, well, I mean, it's funny. There's a Dr. Feelgood in practically every industry. Like, guys, <laughs> so. guys would line up, guys would line up, like, before the show. And they'd have their money, and he'd have his fucking bag or whatever with this and that. And, you know, guys would get their candy, as they called it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I mean, that reminds and a me. Big of- thing, and a big thing back then was Halcyon. Okay. They used to even, and they would actually do what they call H-bomb. They would, they would drop it in these dudes' drinks, and they would watch them get all fucking stupid and, like, do stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. So healthy arm was a real big thing back he, in the day. He also, he got hep C later in life through, uh, he had a, get an organ and there was like a 25 year old girl. Oh, uh, his, his liver, his liver. Liver, one, yeah. One so, of his liver transplants. Yeah, he, he contracted hep C, yeah. So I wonder if that was one of the, he had issue with uh, Abdullah over that, because I know well, Abdullah was. Yeah, because Abdullah was giving like motherfuckers, because he was gigging motherfuckers with the same blade, he would gig himself. He was giving, with. It, giving it out like Halloween candy. Giving that dude Hannibal, that dude Hannibal, Devin Nicholson, yeah. that Superstar Billy Graham was very close to, he was about to take off in the early 2000s. He, got he, the had, he had got signed with WWE, and then he goes and does a match with Abdullah in Puerto Rico. And you just, if you watch the match, you see Abdullah would always have a blade keep around yeah, his yeah. Center that sure. he would gig himself with. Oh, yeah. And, and he just started gigging fucking Devin right in the head with it. And he couldn't feel it because he was already bleeding. Adrenaline, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he finds out. And then they rescinded his contract because he came up positive. I mean, he doesn't have it anymore because he got that medicine that takes like six months. It costs like 80 medicine. grand. It costs like 80 grand. Yeah. Fucking I think that could be why he doesn't like Abdullah, though. Really. Oh, yeah. oh, no. A lot of pe- people hate Abby, bro. Yeah, I, I appreciate him, but he never gave Abdullah me was never a wrestler. Abdullah was a freak show. Slaughter. Yeah. You watch his well, matches yeah. with Bruiser Brody, and you'll know what kind of fucking dude that bull is. 
Did I Abdul mean, go by different names? At Abdul all? the Butcher. Abdul, Abdul the, butcher. the Butcher, man. That's it, baby. Abdul, oh. Abdul the, the Madman from Sudan. He's got a he's yes. got a shiny okay, suit now I know barbecue exactly. squad. He does Korean or barbecue food or something. No, like he has a Chinese and a he has a Chinese rib shack. There you go. Where you can go buy his wrestling matches. As New Jack would say, you confused motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a confused motherfucker, though. No, but oh. Abdullah never he worked for WCW, and I think that was the slide for yeah. him to go into the Hall of Fame because they own. He had some of that cirrhosis yeah. of the liver, too, so he liked to well, get down with a couple cocktails. After. Abdul, in his later career, he, he, like I said, he would do anything. He was all over ICP shit. Look at those big, Unintentionally. droopy titties. No, I'm talking about, like, the Oh, JCW. yeah, he did. Actually, he did JCW one, I think. All the, all the time. Yeah. Well, he worked for them a bunch of times. Well, cause he's I remember in that one, he just pulled up and he gets right out of his truck and he goes right there hitting somebody with a fork. That's true. I, I, yeah. I, 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 we got to rewatch them on the show. That's fun times. They ICP can't get upset of us with their stealing Stranglemania stuff. You know what Oh, I mean? well, that that was before all the copyright Shout show. out to Joe Rob, Joe, and Billy. Boom. Hollywood Chuck Hogan, Lama Nominee. Hollywood Chuck Hogan. Good yeah. times. Diamond Donovan Douglas, as you yep. can call me, 3D. Guido. <laughs> was he kind of like a ripoff of like Diamond Dallas Page? Or no, it, it, what ICP would do is they would take oh, I, like I, all, all this footage from Japan and they would yeah. get their own commentary over it and they would give guys funny names and like Cactus Jack was Cactus Sack. Oh, okay, okay. And, and they called it Stranglemania, but what happened was they ran into uh, Mick Foley a bunch yeah. of years later, and he was like, what's up with this Mania? What's up with using my footage? And yeah. they cut him a check right there without saying anything. Sometimes you gotta. I mean, he didn't ask for it. He even told me that they, 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 they have such respect for the business. I mean, you well, take yeah, away the... It's you know, rare, but it does happen. They have respect for Billy, though. Because Billy and Shaggy Two Dope actually had confrontation once. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you're bringing this up just to because you. I, hey, no, no, whenever I see it comes up and you're here, you have to tell the story, Baba. Did you just out? Did you be a Well, no. We basically got into a heated debate that almost could have turned into a fight. But well, why, how can you get into a heated you dude? You're so laid back and chill. I can't well, I was, imagine. I was so pissed drunk. I was so high. I was walking back to my hotel. I, w- I went from party to party to party, basically. And now I'm going back to the hotel because I'm tired. I didn't realize he was staying at the hotel as oh. well. And he was with the two buddies. And I guess he was walking back probably from the Palladium because then he, he was probably, he was just as fucked up as I was. But the funny thing was, even though we were fucking like arguing back and forth, we were like smiling and kind of like giggling. And it's almost like we were kind of just like feeding off of like, it's like that ball busting sensibility. And I guess he is a ball buster to a degree, but it was fun because I didn't know who he was. He didn't have the makeup on. He had two guys with him. And one of them was just kind of swaying back and forth. And he's like, this is the most, this is the best night of my life. And, and uh, this other kid who was standing next to him, um, I saw him again uh, in the video. I don't know what the hell it was, but he, he was actually a good dude. He was funny because he was like, la- he was bent over laughing, laughing hysterically. 
the whole time. And he was, he wanted a picture of my hand because he told me how like he has, you know, not the most attractive feet. And I guess you want a picture of your hand. Yeah, well, at the time, Billy had a little something we're not going to get into because it's Hep C related. No, no. Yeah, Billy had something. It was basically, it was, it was kind of like this, uh, it was a fungal thing I was battling at the time. Why do you want a, yeah, but why would you want a picture of that? Because Because he has a toe that's like mutilated. Shaggy does. That's what the whole deal was. They were trying to compare who had the worst appendage at the time, I think it was. And, and as a as a special effects makeup artist and as a makeup artist, I, I work with my hands. So you yeah. know, I really don't want people thinking that you know. But either way, I do wear gloves. You know, when I am doing makeup, yeah. and well, it's I over. Wear... It was a short lived thing. I yeah. remember it came. In well, I got very self conscious about it, and he was like, "I want a picture of it," and um, and he wanted to post it, and I said, "Well, if you want a picture of my hand, it's going to cost you ten bucks." Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why not? <laughs> and that's so, actually. That's actually why there's beef between ICP and Twisted right now because Twisted took Billy Coin's side of that issue. Well, no, and the funny thing is, I had a great interaction with Twisted because I was representing Full Moon that year, and Matt, yeah, had, yeah you were there Me too, and, it, it. and it was funny because they just kind of like were walking around and they slowly came by the booth, and I just like. All right, let's put on my Carl down. It's like, how you doing, guys? You know, Billy Coleman, come on over to the booth. And I was, I guess I was talking to like the actual lead singer, you know, the the main vocalist, you know, of Twisted. He's like, oh, I love all these movies. And he's like, I'm going to come back over and I'm going to sign up. And he did. And he was like only like one of a handful of people that actually signed up. But that was cool. So you can sell his email to the jugglers for top dollar. Well, I don't think so. I think that's archived through a full moon, most likely. Who knows? It worked. Uh, I remember they came over. I don't know if I was there with you or not, but I remember they came over, and I knew. I know I'm I'm Juggalotus kid. So right. I knew that, that, name. that picture shit sounds wiped out, though. I don't, I don't know if I so I, I I knew their. I addressed them by their real name, by their birth names, which they don't get too often in the Juggalo world. I guess they. Well, one of them does because one of them's name what, first what, name is his Jay. Real name. Like Jay, right? Jamie, yeah, Jamie and Paul. Doo doo doo. Jamie Spinola and Paul Methrick. Not that we're shouting out beef names. That's just how it goes. Um, but yeah, good folks. Yeah, I got no issue with them. Pete, I mean, things happen behind I mean, the scenes, man. No, nobody uh, knows but the people involved. I don't know, dude. I, I, you know, I, I have a weird thing. See, like, I like some of their shit, but I, yeah. I like, I, I watch some of these, like. Like I have a weird thing about people that feel the need, like, to still at like, fifty years old, like, fucking wear paint on your face or like do a podcast and wear a mask. And I saw you giving the whole Sting. Thing. Are you giving like, Sting a hard time? Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not discriminating. All right. I just want to make sure. Okay? Just want to make sure. Uh, like, I watch these people that like fucking. There's a couple people that try to do podcasts and they wear a mask through the whole fucking thing. Yep. You know. And I'm like, what kind of fucking, like, come on, bro. You need a gimmick to be funny? Well, I, I, obviously they feel they need if they're doing that, you know. I mean, they're creating a persona. It, it, it actually boils down to, does the persona work on film? If it does, it does. And if, it, if it's not going to appeal to someone else, then it's just going to cause that divide. I understand where the hell you're coming from. Well, see, there's a difference between 
wearing a mask and trying to be funny, and then you're gonna start shit with somebody and wear a mask and then talk shit and then expect to be taken seriously. Yeah, but if you're wearing a mask, you really should be putting on like a performance, and if, and if it's yeah, not exactly, and if it's not, and if it's not reciprocated the way you want it, then it, the bit's gonna fall. Wow. Some people don't feel handsome all the time. That's what that's what that's how it goes. Now we all know a gentleman uh, by the name Buddy Butterfuco, two artistes, who some people claim that that <laughs> gentleman wears a mask. But, uh, I, I that's speculation. I'll never admit to whether or not he wears a mask. Yeah, you I won't. You won't admit to wear if you won't admit to wear if you it's wear all, a mask or not. It's all a good deal in the world. You know what? Next time you see Butterfuco, tell him he's four cents shorter than Nick. <laughs> Well, I'll bring him in here and you can beef with him. I know you guys got your own little personal beef. He's a character, all right. He's a force of nature. Uh, he's a good guy. He's on the board until he's snake out. If you keep it up, you got to be careful. So we'll get back into the the superstar. We'll, we'll jump from one superstar to another superstar. Ah, there you go. Back. That's pun. That's pun. We'll go to Billy Grammo. That's pun. And That's uh, we've kind of took a journey through his career a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, after... After the fucking eighties, there's not really all that much because he he actually spent like the next ten years after that being like a miserable fucking human well, being. You can't <laughs> hate on the dude. Dude, the biggest wrestler in the world, Hulk Hogan, straight up steal him and Vinnie Mac, straight up steal. Well, did Vinnie and Vinnie Mac give him that gimmick? No, his distinct- no, uh, Vern Gagne did. So, exactly Originally, Hulk know. Hogan, Hulk Hogan was meant to be a redhead, dude. Like, Hulk Hogan, he, they gave him the name Hogan because he was supposed to be an Irishman with red hair, and they gave him two, two bottles yeah, of red, red dye, and yeah, he red. forced him, to, and he forced him down the toilet. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking dying my hair. It was already falling out. Because <laughs> I lose my hair, but I ain't going to die yeah. that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? So fair enough. That's kind of what his thought process was, because that was the thinking at the time. But certainly yeah. not. Uh, I'm going to lose my hair. But you're, you're, yeah, you're, I'm already fucking losing. I'm, I'm 35, and I already look like I'm 50. Or fuck, you know, no. Make it so Sometimes that happens. Well, every, every life comes to an end like an episode of a podcast at WrestleChamps. So he just passed away, and... Yeah, no, apparently he's been on life support for like the last like month or so. Apparently, I got kind of a, I got kind of the final verdict. Supposedly, as goes, Graham was hospitalized in January of 2023 as a result of an ear and skull infection. By April, his conditions had what? worsened. Ear and skull. He had lost 80 pounds uh, and was being treated for kidney, heart, and lung problems. Graham died of sepsis uh, and multiple organ failure on May 17th after having been placed on life support earlier in the week. Yeah, sepsis is no good. It's when, like, the shit leaks into your body instead of exiting. And then you, you, it's no fun, you know what I mean? So he, uh, and he had that cirrhosis of the liver. So my guess is he probably, like, was a heavy drinker his whole life, which that always catch up with you, man. People that get into heavy drinking, it's like, to think that it wouldn't have an overall lasting impression of years of abuse is kind of wild um, to think something like that. But I think, yeah, he probably just part, you know, fucking did some drinking. I think he was having, he was always trying to get back with the phone calls to, to the, to the, to the Federation to be like, yo, let's see if we can, you know, let me, let me take Dusty's spot, stuff like that. Uh, that's, that's a dude that wants to be back in the, in the light. So 
he's probably super bummed that he wasn't boozing. I don't know what he was doing for drugs, you know what I mean? In, in a world where pain pills are just fucking Tic Tacs. Uh, I, don't sure. think he, I don't think he was in any of that. You never know. He, he had a lot of pain, I feel. He might have been really sitting drinking. around drinking all day like a fucking lush-ass pussy or something like that, <laughs> maybe. But, Rest in peace to a lush ass pussy. Woo! Uh, back in the eighties. <laughs> you want to go where the buffalo roam and the party never stop, and that's his new home. He's in heaven for wrestlers. That's how we do I it. Beating each other with a hammer, chairs and shit. <laughs> All the chairs are made of pillows in, in wrestler heaven. I mean, you know I mean? uh, and the ring is made out of clouds. They make they make the same noise, but they fucking feel like they feel like feather pillows and the audience is always a popping like popcorn dude. Pop, 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 pop. They're loving it. Marking out heavy as we do at Wrestle Champs. In Jesus' face, in God's face, are looking at out eating popcorn and watching, being entertained of who is going to be fighting who up here for their entertainment. Yes. Well, you know, we want to, so as we wrap it up, you know, we had some funds, but definitely much love and respect to the superstar Billy Graham. You know what I mean? We're big fans of his contribution to wrestling, uh, legendary forever in the books. You know what I mean? Uh, when everything else is blown away and turned to dust, there'll still be the superstar, Billy Graham, posing away, doing a big, blessing the mic. You know what I mean? This was good times. Uh, you know, if you like this episode, definitely go check out more episodes. Go check out Billy's podcast at Blood and Bud and the Dead Kids of Derry, wherever you listen to podcasts. Away. Owen's got a new show out there, folks. You want to go check out called Owen Doesn't Have Any Friends. Uh, Monday. Well, by the time this comes out, this, yeah, well, yeah, you ain't gonna catch it. That it ain't gonna be rolling that quick. This episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, probably have a couple under your belt by that time. We got, well, I think we got one more episode, then this one drops. But tell the yeah. folks about Owen Doesn't Have Any Friends real quick. It starts Monday eight 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 p.m. YouTube. And then it'll it'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts shortly thereafter. It's a live deal. You can catch the uh, audio episodes on the on the Spotify's. I love the name of the episode, or I love the name of the show. No, and I love how you took the picture of Anne Ramsey because I had a fucking movie, man, and, and I said, great, right? great name for a podcast. That shit's great. I right? like you don't have any friends, and, and it's such a and you don't have a cousin Patty. And it's such like for me, it's such like a fuck you to some people. You know what I mean? Like that's that's why I like it. It was a perfect fit for a name. It worked. Yeah. It had comedy to it. It had a little bit of fun with it. It was good stuff. And uh, Owen, what is? I don't know too many Owens. I know Owen Hart. I know this Owen. I think that's it. I met a black Owen and a Puerto Rican Owen once before. Well, see, you're the only, you're the only, you and Owen Hot were the only white Owens floating around. It's very sad. Uh, except for Owen Wilson. Yeah, but he, uh, he, he, he almost left the earth. He didn't want to be here anymore. So, because he, he didn't want to be, he, he knew he was taking shine away from the other white Owens. He doesn't want to be holding the crown. If, if we lost you, he would be the only Owen. And he doesn't want that weight on his shoulders, you know what I mean? 
We already got Owen Hart down, dude. People don't realize the seriousness of these three Owens on this earth, and one of them hit the dust. People don't understand. That's like that's almost the halfway point. And when all Owens have fallen, the end of time will consume us all. It's a very scary thing. We got to be careful. Bill, do you want to say anything about your podcast or where they can catch you to do you know effects? Badass. They're awesome. Oh, and you should listen to them. Shout you out Jesse. Do them on the Boombastic channel. Oh, beautiful Boombastic Media Network loves to Boombastic have Boombastic Media Network, and it's uh, you know we talk horror movies, we talk you know a little bit of the green stuff, little herbage, and we are talking with. So many artists, you know, where it's uh, been a good time. We just had recorded yesterday. Um, then, of course, Dick is a dairy, where we are actually doing a double double, double. Um, for the next recording. So it's nice. Not going uh, to catch up. Yep. Not going to disclose any titles. So we are going to have a fun time with. with Good old James, Jesse, Fisher King here, and myself. And a crown, dude, Fisher King. Yeah, well, I mean, shit. You've been with Fisher King as long as far as I've known you, buddy. And uh, yeah, and you can find me on Facebook, Billy Period Coin, or you can find me on Instagram as Mad Dr. C, all lowercase, all one word. Do it up, do it up. Uh, the Reverend Bob Ethier. Uh, I don't think he has his own show, but he's been popping all over, uh, all over the planet. He's been you know? doing that. He's been doing that for a while. The first time I ever seen Bob, uh, it was years ago, and I seen a video on like a, a sh- Instagram short or something of him reading, him and his mother reading like Bible verses. That was Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook, maybe. Yeah, and, uh, and then he disappeared off my, and I was kind of consumed with it for a little bit. And then I, it disappeared from my radar for a while, and then I kind of seen him, and I was like, oh, shtick, this dude. And he's a local guy. I like it, local to the folks, wrestling fan, which I appreciate. The one thing I'll say about Bobby is yeah. that at his core, he's got a pure heart. He, he's a good guy, but he can, be, he can be controlled very easily, and especially when it comes to the internet trolls and you know, people like that. So. We don't have no internet trolls here because they all love Russell Chimps. There we go. There's no way for anybody not to love Russell Chimps. We have built. The only troll that we have in this organization is me, who is Tantor the troll. Hey, or Jerome yeah. the troll. Or whatever troll you would need me to be. But I'll be a creature, not a blogger. I like to run around the woods. Ooh, as he exits frame, that's a beautiful ending. And also, you know, you catch Dead Kids of Dairy as well as this show on Patreon at Boombastic Streaming. Boombastic with two O's for anybody that likes to check it out and see it. And for the folks checking it out and seeing it right now, welcome to the party. Your hair, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? And uh, we love bringing it to you, getting in the ring, wrestling it out. Billy, thank y'all. Bob, thank, thank y'all. Thank you oh, for having me here. I appreciate it. Anytime, Anytime. Oh, was going to be coming in here? I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did it. Anytime, Billy. You're the man. And always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. See y'all next time. Hell yeah. We'll catch y'all on the next episode of Wrestle Champs. Catch y'all on the flippity. 8,000 amount of
contest given for one fall is four.